Hello, and welcome back to the Burnt Pancakes Podcast. I am your host, Katie Fenske. And for all you new listeners, I am here to remind moms that everyone burns their first pancake. We're all learning this motherhood thing as we go. Today, I'm sitting down with Elena, and she is a therapist, self-care advocate, but also a mom of two. She's going to talk to us a little bit about her journey in finding her passion, um, prioritizing self-care, and how gratitude can change your life. This is a really great, inspiring conversation, so I cannot wait for you to join us. Uh, Elena, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh, I love having you. You have been in the back of my mind. Like I need to get her on. I You're need so to sweet. have you come on. So why don't you start by telling us um, how old your kids are and what you do for a living? Yeah. So I have two kids. I have one that just turned six, my baby. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. that's a big one. It is. It is, is he in kinder right now? So she, oh, the, she, girl, the girl, so my little sage just turned six and she's in kindergarten, which is crazy. That's a big one. Okay. And then I have an almost nine-year-old, a boy. So, okay. and then I'm a psychotherapist. So I'm a marriage and family therapist and I see adults and teens and everything in between. You're helping everyone. Well, I love, <laughs> so I met you through a friend about, yeah. I think it was about a year ago. Mm-hmm. So then I started following you on Instagram. And one thing I love is just, you know, social media can have so many negative, like, things. I feel like I follow you because I get inspiration and I just like between your teen information and just like your, um, how you help moms and help women with self-care. I, I love that. I love that. Thank you. Okay. So our topic today is, um, helping moms show up for themselves while in motherhood. Mm. So we can go, we can talk about this for days. We're going to be is here something, I mean, my oldest is now nine. Okay. And I feel like I'm just now learning how important this is. Oh yeah. 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 So what do you have to say about sh- mom showing up for ourselves? Everything in between. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it didn't come naturally to me. So some people think because of what I do for a living that it makes it easy for me because I know all the tools, but mm-hmm. I would say that it's the opposite. Wow. Yeah. Oh. It's the opposite. And I would say a lot of us in this field. Did that surprise you? Like, I I'm, yeah. I mean, motherhood surprised me. <laughs> me <too. laughs> I was like, you know what? Like, I have this background. Like, I got this. And yes. it's going to be, you know, which was like, it totally rocked my world in all the best ways. But Right. But no. It, yeah. I did, I thought I would walk into it and just like all that stuff would come Love naturally. Love this baby. It come mm. naturally. Yes. It Rocked my world. <laughs> Did not come back. No, no. Um, so yeah, kind of a little bit. I'll talk a little bit about my story with it. Is I didn't show up for myself well, and I did that for a lot of years, probably mm-hmm. with my son until. And then my daughter when she was born, and I wasn't caring for myself. I had been like eating emotionally and not taking Mm -hmm. care of my body. Uh, My job is to take care of other people. And so I poured a lot into others and poured a lot into (sighs) Into my children and my, yep. And my daughter, when she came and my husband and all of that, and then I totally neglected myself. And 
So I learned really the hard way. And it was till I had really like a come to Jesus moment of I can't keep going. No, yeah, no, I was a shell of myself. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it feels like you have this baby and like you have to give everything like physically, mentally, like sleep you're giving up for this kid. And then you like, I remember feeling guilty, like I'm being selfish for wanting my old life back or I'm. I feel selfish for wanting like a little bit of me time. Mm. Like it, that mom guilt of like, yes. I shouldn't feel this way. I'm a mom. I should give everything to my kids. Totally. But yeah, you go years with that. And what did that look like for you when you said, so you said you were like not eating well. So I was not eating well. Um, I later went on a journey of losing a bunch of weight and, but it was mostly emotional weight. Mm-hmm. It was the amount of stress that I had in my body and my cortisol levels were through the roof that when I started just taking walks, Mm. practicing gratitude. We'll talk about that a bit, but just starting to care for myself and really be intentional about doing it. And the weight actually kind of started pouring off because I wasn't holding so much. I was literally holding all of it. Wow. So that's one thing I noticed when my third was a baby, he kept waking up super early in the morning mm. and it would make me so angry. I would get so angry, I but I started deciding like, okay, he's up. We're going to get out of the house. Mm. And I would just like put some headphones on, listen to Good a podcast, going and something about just going for a walk. Yeah. Like I just felt better when I got home. It was like, okay, at least I got some fresh air. Mm. So that was like me time, but mm-hmm. not really. And then you feel like that's my me time. I know. That's what I get. Sometimes, hey. <laughs> right. Yeah. So if you were thinking about like how moms can incorporate me time in their life mm-hmm. to like continue to show up for themselves, yeah. what are some realistic some, ideas? Yeah. You know, I always tell moms, and I'm really passionate about this, it doesn't have to take two hours. It doesn't have to take one a hour. spa day. I Sounds mean, fabulous. I mean, <laughs> I don't get that often, <laughs> but I encourage women to show up for themselves every single day in some way. And you know what? That might look different on different days. Some days that's going to look like taking a nap because you are so tired and exhausted mm-hmm. and your body just needs it. And not feeling guilty about that. Totally. Yeah. Asking for help. I think a huge way you can show up for yourself as a mom is asking other people to help you. Yeah. That took I was me. Terrible. I was terrible at that. Terrible. So bad. Still, still trying to figure that out, but I'm oh, better I'm now. I'm better now. I like know that asking for help is not, um, weakness. Mm. It's not like, I, I don't have to do it all. Yeah. It's like I could, but sure. I would lose myself in all of that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are some things that you could ask for help with. Cause it's hard to like come up. People say, Oh, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help. And you're like, thank you. But I don't know what to ask for help with. I say ask for help for really anything. I think that I knew I could do a lot. Like I'm a very independent Mm -hmm. person. And so I like doing things on my own. Like I can get it done. Oh, totally. Like I know how to put them to bed. Sure. Let me, I can do all. Yes. I can do all the things (laughs) and I can just not, just very depleted. Mm-hmm. So it's like asking for help. If you need some time away, I just need to go for a walk and get out of here. Mm-hmm. Or I need help just like resting or I need help in any way. I, you know, I notice myself when I'm not asking for help. That's when we build resentments. That's when I have built, built resentments yes. of why, 
why isn't my husband helping me? Right. But they it's, don't know. Especially with your husband. Yes. yes. They don't know. No. And if you don't actually say it, they're not going to know to offer. It turns last out night, they're terrible mind readers. <laughs> and why are we expecting them to know. read our minds? I, I mean, <laughs> last night I asked my husband, the boys weren't in bed yet. And I was like, can I go take a shower? Mm-hmm. Like, why should I have to wait until? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. And I'm like, why do I always wait till they're in bed? Like, I can do this right now. Yeah, totally. You know, and it, and I do, I get the fact too that not everybody has that and not everybody right. has the spouse to right. ask for help. But then it almost, you have to be even more intentional about asking your community mm-hmm. about, you know, it really does take a village. Yeah. Ask your community. Take some time for yourself. It's okay to put on like Bluey in the other room. Yes. <laughs> and, and take some time for yourself, whether that be like journal or just meditate or pray or whatever you do mm-hmm. to just center and ground yourself. Because the more that you're able to pour into yourself that way, the more you're right. going to be able to pour out. So this is you saying right now, it is okay to put on the TV for a little bit so you can have some me time. I felt so guilty every time I pushed play. I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. It's rotting his brain. He's going to be hyperactive. He's crazy anyways. I think he was going (laughs) to naturally be that way. But not feeling guilty for just taking a few minutes. Like for Mm. me now, I love candles. So if I can just like be in a little room Mm -hmm. by myself Mm -hmm. for a candle, a couple minutes, it's like I come back refreshed. Because I'm a much better mom when I can like focus on myself for just a little bit. I think we all are. I think we're better people when we show up for ourselves, when we take the time, when we plug into ourselves, when we drain ourselves completely of everything that we have for other people, we are only giving little pieces of ourselves to them. Mm -hmm. We think that we're giving them all of this, but if we're not feeding ourselves and we're not pouring back in, then they're not getting the best us that they can. Yeah. Do you have a lot of moms come in? Do you I do. Yeah. I love working with moms. Yes. Because I could see a lot like I'm kind of coming out of the fog. Mm-hmm. You know, my youngest is three. So mm-hmm. we're like, oh my gosh, we're starting to breathe. And I look at these moms of like little babies and I'm like, you're going to, you're going to get there. I just like hug them. I do. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so glad I'm finally like <gasps> coming up for air. And you totally. just want to like, yes, nurture them. I wish, I wish somebody would have told me back then the things that I know now. Of course, yes. I, of course, with me, I tend to have to learn things the hard way. But to have, I mean, shouldn't that be something that's like scream from the rooftops? Right. Now, whenever there's a baby shower or something, mine is all geared towards, you know, what's your wish for the mom? I'm like, here is my advice. Oh, I and love something that. to to intentionally care for themselves, like a journal or something like that. Like this so is going to be that the lifeline. One, here's a little cute onesie. No, this you're is gonna how get you're going to take care of yourself. Totally, and not sleep when the baby sleeps. Because yeah. that was the advice that I kept getting, and I'm like, yeah, well, the baby's not sleeping, so now I'm not so, sleeping. <laughs> so nobody's sleeping. Oh, no one's <laughs> sleeping. This is awful. Yeah. Oh. And and it is hard in those early days. You don't have the time, no. you know, like there's very little time. And I wish I could say in just a couple years, like it feels a long way away, but in a couple years, you're going to have the time. You're going to mm-hmm. be able to work out again. You're yep. going to be able to, you know, 
mine is in preschool right now. Like I have till 1130. We can chat forever. That's amazing. (laughs) I know my kids are both in school now full time, which was. This was the first year? This was the first year. Whoa. Did your life just totally change? Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's let's talk about this topic really quick. When your daughter started kindergarten, was that was your baby? Mm-hmm. Was it emotional? Was it like you're, I'm free? This is great. I'm, How did no. you react? No, <laughs> I'm so curious. When my uh-huh. first started, I was like, "Hooray, he's in kindergarten." Yeah. I look at my third, and I'm like, "Oh God, that's going to mm-hmm. be different." When he's like, mm-hmm. "Yay, he's gone all day," but like, "Oh my God, he's gone all day." Yeah, like I'm not that mom anymore. It's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but maybe it could be too. It's like I am not a stay at home mom. I, my husband is a stay-at-home dad. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to have him on. I want to yes. hear about that. I just met another yes. stay-at-home dad yesterday. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We're okay. meeting kind of more. At first, he was like, there's not a lot of guys to hang out with or that right. get Oh, it. I bet. The park must be like... Yeah. And well, hey, yeah. cheers in our Starbucks. And women feel weird about like inviting him and the yes. kids over. Yes. They're like, I don't know if my husband would be into that. <laughs> That's so. interesting. So yeah. Who did you meet today, honey? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, funny. Okay. So you've also talked about like finding our passions. Yeah. What is a passion of yours that you are like finding right now? So I'm passionate. I think this subject is something that I'm so passionate about. I think because I've been there and because mm-hmm. it hits so close to home about showing up for yourself and following your dreams, not living in a place of just surviving. I lived in a place for different reasons of surviving mm-hmm. for the better part of a decade. And which we, I think is so common. Oh I think gosh. it's very common. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would say I at my thirties, I was surviving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I don't even think you realize it when you're in it. No. But for me, and I know the experience is different for different people, but living in that place and just feeling like the stuckness of day in and day out and Mm -hmm. not not quite seeing my way out of it. And part of that is not showing up for myself, not caring for myself. But it's interesting when I started to do that, then I could see more of what I was inspired by yes, and what was around me. And that's, I mean, it's led me to open my own practice. It's led me, I have, I created this website and here's the thing. I'm not even fully sure of what it's going to turn into, but Mm -hmm. I had this want to, to empower and encourage and inspire other women and to show up for their dreams You can be a stay-at-home mom. You can be a working mom. You can be a whatever kind of mom. Mm -hmm. But to have a peace for yourself, whether that be just something that you love to do as a hobby or this big goal and dream you have for a career or whatever that is. And it doesn't matter if it's small, if it's little. No. Like, I I felt that where I was like, I just have this like inner feeling like I have to help moms. Yeah. I, and it turned into this wonderful podcast. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh-huh. Um, but it was just this, like, I can't ignore it. There mm. was something more that I had to follow my passion. Totally. Right. But it is also like, I love reading books mm-hmm. and I want to find time to do that. Mm. So it's not like that's this big dream, this big career that I want to do. Yeah. It was just like, this is something I love doing. And in the midst of this crazy motherhood, I'm going to find time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to 
get to it. So you've also picked yes. up a new hobby. Yes. Tell us about your hobby that you so picked up. So I do adult ballet classes, which I didn't even know was I didn't possible. know that. Yeah. Where yeah. Do, you, do you go through like the city or is it a dance no. studio? No. So my neighbor, she, I saw a picture she posted of her on point shoes. And I was like, what, what the heck? <laughs> and I will have to say, like, I danced as a kid okay. for like six years when I was tiny. But I always, like, I stopped right before I went on point shoes. And my whole adult life, I've been like, oh, I, I just love to do that. Or I'm so sad oh gosh, I never got fun. to. So I'm not on point shoes yet. <laughs> you will get but, there. But we're, and dancing, it does not come back. <laughs> it's not like riding a bike. <laughs> No, it is not. I move very different than I used to. Well, but having having kids, different. yes, our bodies are not the same. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. But, but you love it. I love it. Oh my and my, my dance instructor is awesome. She's like 30-something, and she is just like so encouraging. She just does adult ballet classes, oh my which gosh. is just... It's been really wonderful to to like Your inner child. That. Yes. yes. It's just to be cool. free. And, and that's something I love that it's something that it doesn't involve the kids. Nope. It's for you. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I've started noticing like just doing like women's circles and mm-hmm. just finding things that I do without yeah. anyone else. Even yeah. just working out in the garage in the mornings. Yeah. I'm like, this is my time. No yes. one is bugging me. Well, when yes. they come in there, I'm like, this is my time. Get out of here. <laughs> but it's like, I don't have to be mom in yes. those moments. Totally. I can be me again. Because yes. I forgot who I was. I know. It's so important. And I think, too, we don't think about the other side of it, but our kids are watching us mm. so closely, whether we have boys or girls or whatever, them seeing us care for ourselves goes so far. Like your boys yes. watching you care for yourself, they're going to notice how important it is for them, how important it is mm-hmm. for their future partners yeah. to care for themselves and to really honor that. Yes. Or even being able to ask my husband for help yeah. and him doing it. Totally. Hopefully they're seeing that. And oh, like yeah. having boys, my first thought was I need to raise gentlemen who mm. are going to be good for this world. Mm. So yeah. Having totally. them see a happy mother yep. showing up. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So another thing that you started that I absolutely love mm. is your gratitude practice mm-hmm. and your challenge. So I've like in the last couple of years really started getting into gratitude journal writing, which yeah. was something I'd never done before. Mm. I'm like, what do you write? Like you have a journal. What do you write about? Yeah. So I've kind of started learning about it, exploring that. So we're on day 10 of your challenge, I think. Isn't it 10? 11? 11. Every day I'm like, I have to look back and think. So tell us about how gratitude can change your mindset, how it can like inspire your life and what your challenge is. Yeah. So gratitude is something that I like having an intentional gratitude practice is something I found at the beginning of my journey of showing up. It started there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That sparked it. It sparked it. So Brene Brown, she Mm -hmm. is the most like amazing woman that talks about vulnerability and all kinds of cool stuff, but she talks a lot about gratitude and what having an intentional gratitude practice is. So she is a researcher at heart. She's done a lot of research and the research says that it's not the people that experience the most joy that have the most gratitude in their life. It's the people that have an intentional gratitude practice that experience the most joy. Interesting. And so I thought I'd try it out because what did I have to lose? Right. 
Right. You know. So there, it's, it doesn't cost anything. No. If it doesn't work, you're still in the same place you're already at. Right. So why not try it? Like what could it hurt to yeah. be grateful about right. things? Right. Right. And so I started looking around and I love the idea of doing five things that you're grateful for within the last 24 hours. It gets us a little bit away from like, I'm grateful for the roof over my head and the food I have to eat, which I'm profoundly grateful Mm -hmm. for, but to look at the small things in life, you know, like I'm thankful for this cup of coffee this morning or I'm thankful, (laughs) you know, like sometimes that's what we can muster up. But so I did this practice and then it really changed my life. So it became a huge part of the joy that I started experiencing, which I think helped me right. to care for myself right. better and to see things differently, to start asking for help, to start seeing being a mom in a different way, mm-hmm. because I think it can feel so You sometimes just get swamped. Like, totally. and it's like, I tell myself some days when I'm just like at my wits ends with mm-hmm. my kids, I'm like, just try and snap out of it. Like, remember that these are little kids. Like, yep. this is not the end of the world, mm-hmm. you know? It's the carpet. You can clean it. Those kind of things. Like, yes. but it like I started this gratitude practice, and I just feel like now it's easier to find things to it be is. grateful for. It is like that have always been there, but then I'm like, oh yeah, that's there too, and that's there, and mm. like, and it kind of changes your attitude like towards your husband too. Totally. Like, look at how wonderful he is, and like mm-hmm. the things he's doing. Yeah, yep. like each little person, you're like. I think I, one day I wrote down, I'm so thankful for Jet's little snuggles, like my mm. middle. It was like, there's just something about him saying, can I cuddle with you? He probably Sweet. wanted to stay up later. And so, so he was saying that, but I was like, <laughs> I will take this cuddle. Yes. And that was so like, that just filled my cup. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I did a gratitude challenge a couple years ago and it was, you know, I mean, selfishly maybe, but it was just like so heartwarming and it just was so amazing to see people's responses to Mm -hmm. it. And I loved it so much to hear how it was changing them too. So I'm doing another one right now. And it's just the rules of it is just what I said. It's like write down five things. Which is totally easy. Like there was one I did that was like every night, 10 things. And I'm like, I'm so tired at night. (laughs) So the fact that it was like, Five, really quick. Yep. I just sit down in the morning. It yep. takes me a couple minutes. Yep. Like the boys are fine for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. I can just get it done. Yep. And like it starts your day with like, yes. okay, like I'm so happy the sun is shining today. Like it's spring. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Like yep. it just puts me in a different mood. It totally does. That's why I love and I encourage people to do it in the morning because I feel like it just starts your day out mm-hmm. in a right frame of mind. Yeah. And you also posted to a few months ago, not to check your phone for the first, mm. I think you said 30 minutes. Yeah. And so I was like, I need to not do that. Cause yes. the minute I would get up, I would grab my phone and then yeah, see what totally. emails do I have. And it's just like, eh, it just kind of like, mm-hmm. just doesn't set you up. Right. So I was like, I'm going to not even look at my phone until I make sure I do my gratitude yeah. and like get the boys yeah. under. And that has helped a lot. It totally does. I mean, they say that the first 20 minutes, first 20, 30 minutes are so important, like how we are waking up from our different sleep cycles. And it's also where we like retain the most um, information. It's when we're the most like creative with our ideas. Interesting. But yet we get on our phones. Right. 
And we and just plug scroll. into that. Yeah. I wonder if when I would go for walks, that's when like all of these like pings, mm. I would just get all these like downloads. Yeah. It's probably because it's right. It was bright, bright and early, yeah. like 530 in the oh, morning gosh. going for these walks. Yeah. But it was like, my brain was like, oh yeah, I've got all these ideas. Yeah. It's amazing what happens when you start moving your body too. That was a big one for me. It's just yeah. walks. Right. And that's where like, I had to forgive myself and say, I'm not doing those heavy duty boot camp workouts that I did love. Yeah. I just don't have the time no. for that anymore yeah. or the energy. Like I was so I tired. So now it's like, if I go for a brisk walk, that's fantastic. That's great. And, and it's good for your mind. Right. And it's good for your emotional health. Right. Right. So. so good. Okay. If we wanted to find more about your gratitude practice, mm-hmm. more about you, where can we find you? A couple places. Okay. So on Instagram, I'm sweet.beautiful.life. Okay. I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. <laughs> okay. And then I built a website kind of around the things that I share on there. So it's sweetbeautifullife.com. So, and so proud of you because you. I know what it's like putting together a website. When you see a good one, you appreciate it. So it's a very good one. Thank you. And then I have a therapy website. We'll put that in the notes. It's well. yeah, yeah. perfect. Oh, well, thank you so much. You You're have inspired welcome. me. I think in the next like 30 minutes before I pick up, I'm going to Just take some me time. I'm going to do that. Sounds good. So thank you so much for coming on. Oh, no problem. Well, speaking of gratitude, I am so grateful for this space, for this podcast, and for all of you listeners that can just join me on this motherhood journey. It is so, so helpful to not be alone, to share all of my stories with all of you. And I'm just beyond grateful for that. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend, leave me a review, give me some stars um, so I can keep going on this thing and um, check the description because I have started the Burnt Pancakes Mom Club over on Facebook. Um, It's a Facebook group where any mom who feels like they are not doing a perfect job is welcome to join. So come find me over there and um, get ready because another conversation's coming out next Friday and I can't wait for you to tune in.